Bismillah, walhamdulillah, wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah. They say just as our bodies need nourishment to survive, our souls need to be nourished as well. But the question is, how often do we feed our souls? Welcome to Soul Food, a podcast about spiritual refinement. My name is Amjad Tarsin and I invite you to embark with me on this journey inward to work on our souls. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to episode 6 of Soul Food titled The First Row. In this episode we're going to talk about the first row of prayer of the salah. We'll talk about the importance of straightening the rows in prayer. And lastly we'll talk about when it's better to actually hold back from going into a row ahead of you in the salah. And we're looking at this book by Imam al-Sha'rani titled the divine lights of the prophetic way. And he tells us that the prayer is like a delegation standing before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that this delegation, those who are in the front row of the delegation are those who are most honored and people of greatest distinguishment and respect. And this reminds us and allows us to really think about some of the realities of faith. On the day of resurrection, on the day of judgment, the Prophet Muhammad وسلم, tells us that there's going to be 120 rows of believers who enter paradise. Of all the previous nations, 80 out of the 120 rows are from the ummah of the Prophet Muhammad Now, imagine for a moment those people who will be in the first row. There are people who are so beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, who were so true in their faith, who were so sincere that they will be in the first row of believers who stand before Allah and enter paradise. When we stand in the salah, when we stand in the rows for prayer, we should think about how we're preparing to be brought forward on that day when we stand before Allah. You have to develop this lens of Iman, seeing the world, seeing the acts of worship through the lens of Iman, through the lens of faith, in order to see what really matters. Some people, when they attend the congregational prayer, they might have an opening that's right in front of them that there's a row with a gap in front of them, and they never think to move forward. They look to the person to their left or right and say, you can go ahead. But it's because they don't know the value of what it means to be brought forward and to stand even more closely in that delegation before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, in teaching us that you should strive to be in the first row, that you should strive to be there early and to be in that delegation that is most honored standing in the divine presence. He, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, in order to teach us that, he would ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive those standing in the first row three times. He would say, may Allah forgive those standing in the first row. May Allah forgive those standing in the first row. May Allah forgive those standing in the first row. And then he would ask forgiveness for those praying in the second row. He would say it once. 
and may Allah forgive those praying in the second row. And then beyond that, that was the end of the dua. So we should strive to be people of the first row in preparation for standing before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This brings us to the next point, the importance of straightening the rows. This is another sunnah related to the salah, related to the prayer. And I remember growing up and seeing people who focused almost exclusively on the outward form. And they would say, straighten the rows, straighten the rows. And I would always feel like it was a bit extreme. I mean, that was due to my own ignorance and not knowing at the time. But it also was from an imbalanced focus on the outward. It is important. It's essential, as we've said before. And as we're going to continuously say, especially as we're looking through this book of Imam al-Sha'arani's, that we have both the inner dimension and the outward form. That we have the sharia, we have the divine law, and we also have the inner reality, the haqiqah, the spiritual reality of presence before Allah and loving Allah and seeking Him subhanahu wa ta'ala. And just as we're made of both body and soul, we have to focus on rectifying and making sure that our outward form and our state of heart internally are both aligned with what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded us. But because when I was growing up, I saw just this almost exclusive focus on the outward, I had an aversion to it, not because I was against it, but we want to know why is this important? Why are you focused so much on straightening the prayers? And that's because the Prophet ﷺ, he taught us that being straight and having even rows in prayer is a means for unifying our hearts. And that just as we're standing before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we should not have anything against the person standing to our left or right. And that we should be brothers and sisters in prayer that are unified and that we have this collective focus on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, لا تختلفوا فتختلف قلوبكم. Do not be uneven in the lines. Do not allow there to be gaps or be uneven. Otherwise, your hearts will differ. It will create discord between people. But when we are standing together, and our lines are even, and our hearts are focused on Allah, the shaytan cannot get in between us. And there is nothing more powerful than believers unifying their hearts in love of Allah and love of one another. And the shaytan cannot then impact them or affect them or whisper to them. So we learn from the words of the Prophet and what the scholars of realization teach us is that nothing in this religion is without purpose. Even something that might seem as simple as straightening the rows, which is just one sunnah of the Prophet, has wide-reaching consequences and effects. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bring our hearts to life so that we can really appreciate the wisdom and the beauty in all of the sunnas of the Prophet ﷺ. That brings us to the final point, which is when to hold back. 
when is it that you should hold back from advancing into a row in front of you in prayer, especially considering that it's so virtuous and honorable to be in a row to the front. When we learn these things, we have to balance all of these considerations in our deen and look at things holistically. One of the most important things, not one of the most important things, the most important thing is having adab, good manners. That is the spiritual path. So someone might think, because I want to be in the first row, I'm going to have to force myself in between people and make it really tight just so I can ensure that I pray in that first row because I want to be given that honor and I want to be rewarded by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But in order to do that, someone might actually bother and disturb people who already got there before them. The Prophet sallallahu teaches us that if someone comes late to the Friday prayer, that they shouldn't force themselves walking over people's shoulders to force themselves into a row closer to the front, especially when they've already come late. That's something that's harmful, but they might say, no, but I want the reward. But that actually contradicts good adab, having good manners, as the Prophet ﷺ taught us. So this is when it's better to hold back. If you're going to cause someone else undue discomfort and bother them by making it so tight that it's going to disturb their prayer, then it's actually better to hold back and not go into a row that is closer to the front row. The Prophet ﷺ says in a hadith narrated by Imam al-Tabarani, مَنْ تَرَكَ الصَّفَّ الْأَوَّلْ مَخَافَةَ أَنْ يُؤْذِي أَحَدًا أَضْعَفَ اللَّهُ لَهُ أَجْرَ الصَّفِّ الْأَوَّلْ He says, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, whoever leaves the first row out of fear of causing someone harm, bothering that person and disturbing their prayer because it's too tight. Now, if there's an opening, that's different. But if there isn't really much space and someone wants to squeeze themselves in, they're going to cause others discomfort. The Prophet ﷺ says, whoever leaves the first row out of fear of doing that, Allah grants him the reward for the first row. It's as if you prayed in the first row because you had that consideration. And I remember when I was studying in Yemen, especially in Ramadan, when we would pray tarawih, the rows would be very packed and tight. And I recently had learned one of the ways that the Prophet ﷺ would sit at the end of the prayer in the final tashahud, that it's called tawarruk. He would sit with his left leg underneath him. And sitting in this way, it takes up a little bit more space. So during the last tashahud, when you would try to sit that way like the Prophet ﷺ would sit, the row would get really tight. And sometimes it could be really uncomfortable. But I wanted to sit that way because I had just learned this is how the Prophet ﷺ would sit. And I remember the dean of the school, the sheikh who founded the school, Al-Habib Umar, he said, if you're establishing a sunnah, if you're trying to perform something that's a sunnah, sitting in that particular way in the tashahud, but you're causing undue harm to other Muslims, which is something that's haram, then you compromise the sunnah in that case in order to establish what is an obligation and the obligation is withholding, harming other Muslims. 
is that allowing them to have the due space, enough space so that they can pray comfortably, which is of a higher priority. It was an amazing lesson in adab that in order for you to allow other people to pray and have consideration in giving them that space is of a higher priority than something that on paper appears to be virtuous. And it is virtuous. But there is something that's more virtuous that you don't want to compromise in that case. And this is balancing out these various considerations, which is part of having good adab, that you want other people to be comfortable. So that's the consideration and the time when it might be better to hold back. This brings us to the call to action. Next time you're praying in the congregational prayer, imagine the row that you will be standing in on the day of judgment and say, I want to be of those people who's brought forward, so I'm going to seek the best row in the congregational prayer because I want to be in the best row on the day of judgment. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bless us and to give us sincerity and to give us good adab and good manners in everything that we do and that he allows us to establish the religion in the way that is most pleasing to him outwardly and inwardly and that he gives us the greatest reward. Ameen ya Rabbil Alameen wa sallallahu ta'ala ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'een walhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Thank you for listening to Soul Food. To subscribe to the show, visit soulfood.fm or search for Soul Food in your favorite podcast player. And while you're there, take a minute to leave us a rating and a review. It helps more people discover the show.